Hello, and welcome to Ducks, our very special Star Wars episode. I'm John, your Jellicle Cat. <laughs> you didn't know. You did a sin. Why would you do that? I'm, I'm, I'm Tyler. And who are you? I'm Jared Skywalker. Oh, oh I see. Like in the... <laughs> All right, we did it. We did our bit. You you forgot to look off into the distance for an uncomfortable amount of time honestly, while this little old lady see. looks at you. We were both gonna drive to your house <laughs> she, and dress, she's like dressed in white clothes and stare at you from like two hundred yards away. You actually look back I and she died. I didn't actually care if you were. I was doing you a courtesy by asking. Who <laughs> are been you? Twenty-five minutes. Are those ghosts? <laughs> Who are you? Why are you walking around out here? by yourself i just saw a sinkhole open up in front of you and you were just watching it you better back <laughs> up that's really dangerous um all right so anyways uh yes john our jellical cat meow uh, has uh has mentioned a special episode today so yes. when Jeff we last the theater from the Senate, guys uh the bell has been, got been some... told the special episode has begun Rizabella has ascended to the heavy side layer, guys. I'm really glad I went to see this movie that we discussed going to see. And I'm checking my notes nope, here. John, oh, we, I nope, see. John, was, we talked about Star it Wars. It was a Star no. Wars, not a yes. Cats, the musical that we were supposed to go see. All right. Yeah, well, I, 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 I understand where the confusion came from. I don't think. I, I feel I like I can still of, offer some unique perspective. Uh, I don't think everything that you have to say <laughs> is going to be irrelevant, actually. I, I think yeah. you're going to have some, some good points. Um, <laughs> like we talked about pre-recording. Um, some of the gyration from Rum Tum Tugger could be very similar to uh, Ben Skywalker when he was, uh, you know, in some of his fight scenes. Or Absolutely. or Ray, because, I mean, she could be a jellical cat with some of those moves. Absolutely. Um, anyway, so today we're breaking down uh, a little out of the norm. We're doing just one concerted podcast because we almost did it last week. Uh, Remember last one... episode where we ranted for 15 minutes? Well, we're going to do yeah. that for 45 more. We're going to just, we're just going to go kind of the whole thing. So all of us have now seen it. I went and saw... The last Star Wars or Rise Quite of Skywalker. Like. Star Wars, the last yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Last night at whatever time it was, my roommate said, "Hey, um, we're gonna go see Star Wars at 9:40. Do you want to go?" And I was like, "I suppose." And so then I went at 9:40 and um, got out of the theater a little after 12 after having opened at work yesterday. So I was considerably mm. tired, but. You know, as body alarms work, I woke up at like 6 or 6.30 today, and then here we are. So let's start. I'm going to give you two the floor to begin. I don't know which one of you is going to start. I have my pros and cons that I saw, but again, I never saw The Last Jedi. I'm going to just refer to it as the middle one because I can't remember the names. (laughs) I think I would be more curious to hear uh, Tyler's perspective then first, well, before we dilute it with, uh, uh, you know. That's okay. probably the get, get the neutral stance before I start okay. coming in hot with my like hate it. Yeah, because because hate because it. you yeah, John John, you're on the side. You did not like it, Jared. Two you out of did, ten. You did like it. I am taking because I know how I work with movies. Every no matter what movie it is, I'll walk out of the theater like, God damn, that was beautiful. I do the right. same thing with the Last Jedi, and then uh, over time, I see the flaws and I point out that way. But now that I have the full trilogy, I would like to uh, break it down, watch the whole thing again, see the. The would you call or lack thereof? In the films. Would you call all of these, like all nine of them, would it be a 
a novena, a novena G. Uh, I just, I just wanted to work the word novena in there. Ah. Nine days. Sorry. Okay. So, um, so this is my pretty soft yays and nays list. Um, I won't spend Jared, a lot of time on them. Jared, let's move back to do our best to not interject with our, with our opinions while I, he reads. I have, I have what will keep me busy is uh, White Claw hard seltzer water that I started drinking at 9 a.m. to uh, maintain this level of euphoria. Okay. I've just All got right. some Tropicana orange juice blurred out for. Uh... Yeah, I'll say it was blurred <laughs> out. What's that? <laughs> I'm I'm drinking coffee in my Packers cup because Packers game day. Woo! Sucking Vikings. Right. Okay. So I'm going to try and go through as a. I'll start as a, a big picture. As a whole, I thought it was an. I thought it was. I found it entertaining. Like it was. Hold on. Wrong. It was. Um, and a lot of that I think is going to come from Jared. What you just said. You try to avoid like just the recency bias of having seen it. Like I came out saying, okay, that was like, it was a, it was an enjoyable film, not being completely connected to the cast or the characters. Really. Um, some of the things that I liked, uh, Lando Calrissian. Um, yeah, it's no secret that I loved Lando in the, uh, return of the Jedi empire strikes back. Like I liked him from the original three. So some of the, like the soft references and little throwbacks, even some of the words like C-3PO would say a sentence and you're like, oh, that feels like way back in this adventure we went on. And it was very um, Jurassic World-esque that they did in Jurassic World. They did such a good job of taking you to the original park and just like the sweet little undertones of the Jurassic Park theme. Like it was a soft kind of homage to, to what was there. There was some of those in there that I liked. These were in no particular order, by the way. Um, Ray's new lightsaber, gold. I like that. Oh, yeah. that oh, that's cool. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh. Just, for, just oh. in case. If, if all of the, the setup we have done so far does not tell you, we will be talking about oh. the they didn't draw it from Rise context clues, then they deserve to have spoilers. <laughs> Listen, I don't, want, I don't want that kind of heat on me right now. <laughs> that's, a, thought, that's a cardinal sin is what that is these days. I'll just that's, name this episode spoiler alert. <laughs> I was going to say, to be... To be fair, it's really, I'm sure our family, if this gets posted today, will listen to this. They're all coming over to my place for the game tonight. So if anything, they'll listen oh. to it on the way over here. Um, so, okay. alert, uh, Skywalker, though, is going to be the title. <laughs> it's got to be spoiler alert with many ellipses. Skywalker. Um, so Ren's new saber, I like. Something I don't like about it is the the twist lever. Like, yeah, you know, it's like I just, because how many, I mean, and how many times that when you're fighting and you've got like that close lockup. What happens when you just, oops, I, ooh, I turned it off. And yeah, well, which, well, why, doesn't anyone ever, why doesn't anyone ever think of that? Like, you know, Rest of the boop, and then, oh, I mean, it, it'll take just a second to turn on, but you're also dead. Moving forward, uh, like I said, visually appealing throughout the Star Wars movies, the worlds, the, the like, all it's always looked very good. Um, something I also liked, Ben Skywalker is, is at least in so how it played out. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Sorry. Um, he is everything in this that Anakin wasn't. He had like he had the same kind of choices, except that, I mean they're both I guess technically involved a, a woman, but he like he was strong enough to go back. John, shush. Uh, big thing. Uh, Jedi voices. When like when Ray talks about not being able to connect with all the Jedi, um, when that scene hit, and I was oh, yeah. like. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, they got, yeah, you hear Luke, and then you hear, and, and then, and then for me, um, I heard freaking Qui Gon Jinn, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
and then you got Mace Windu, and I'm like, yeah, no, that's that's well done. Um, I couldn't pick out Ewan McGregor. I'm I'm sure he was in there. They had him and uh, uh, Alec Guinness is spliced together in the like kind of sharing the same line. Okay. I just, so in the like, Force Awakens, when Rey got her vision when she grabbed the uh, Anakin's lightsaber initially, mm-hmm. uh, you heard Ewan McGregor saying, "These are your first steps." What Ewan McGregor said in this one was, uh, "These are your final steps." Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of a one, cool callback. One small thing I didn't like in there is that they put Aiden Christensen's voice in there. Mm. Like, like you fail, dude. You, 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 Anakin, boo. You like, if you, if you want to put in Vader's <laughs> you voice, messed up, you messed up the most, buddy. You did this. <laughs> like, this is all on you. Like, don't, 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 this is very different than the whole, like when he changes, when, when Vader changes at the end sort yeah, of things. I just nice don't, I just don't like him. A nice touch about that scene uh, was that uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s voice was in there as his character from Star Wars K- uh, Rebels. Kanan Jarrus. Yeah. Or K- Caleb Doom. Yeah, I thought that was a nice touch by them. Ahsoka was also in there from the oh, was she? Clone Wars and, and Rebels, yes. Have you seen right. Rebels? Some of it. I, I would recommend it. I would recommend it. Um, Clone Wars, absolutely. Absolutely watch Clone Wars. But Oh, Clone Wars is amazing. Yeah. Like the way back. Like, like the yeah, no, the, the uh, show. Oh. It's the kids show, which has some yeah. very adult tones, I would say, describing yeah, some, a galactic war. There's some heavy themes in there. Genocide, you know? Yeah. Um, throughout the, throughout, I mean, this film the most, obviously, the finale, but Ray is just, like, incredibly powerful and such a bamf, and it's really awesome. Um, and then just the way they set it up, one of the cooler scenes in the film was when Ben was like setting up to take on like his generals. Like oh, yeah. that was pretty awesome. Just the, like they come around the corner and although the, the feel of the generals, and I'm sure there's more of it in the last Jedi that I don't know about. Um, they almost feel like um, Thanos's children, if you will. Oh, the Knights of Ren. The dudes yeah. Black- yeah. 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 Like they just like, they're always kind of there in, in at least in this film, the, 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 the Knights don't do a ton until kind of this moment like they're there they're watching like they could have straight up killed finn when they took chewbacca but they just watched him um like that sort of thing um those are like there's there's more but that's my quick list of things i liked little things throughout that i didn't like and some of them are questions so we can discuss um for the first the first two are connected i have super choppy and the transitions are weird like for the first 45 minutes i was like i i'm like I know that in the end we're going to have a fight in the sky and we're going to have like the main thing on the ground. Like I get that because that's how this movie set up and that doesn't bother me as a repeat, even though like that's so that's totally fine. It's the formula at this point. Right. Which again, it works. It's good, but it's it just, the formula of the latter series. It is not even touched on in the first or the prequel trilogy. True. Well, what are you talking about? Attack, talking about? They're, they're, fighting on, they're fighting on Naboo and they're fighting. Uh, yeah. Say big, Gotta blow okay, up big you're space right. station. Yeah. Me. While yeah. while but it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a planet destroying weapon. It was just. Like the it was just the fleet. Yeah. Destroyed. But yeah, the formula um, was like Jedi duel happening, scrappy underdog sneaking into base to reestablish power while space battle happens. Well, yeah. while I would like to say is the best thing that like nobody has done. Like in in the Force Awakens, he, they did the exact same thing. It's a new Death Star. Yeah. In the Last Jedi. They didn't, which was fantastic. Kudos, Ryan Johnson. And then uh, Rise of Skywalker, they did it again. Planet destroying weapon, fight on the ground, which is fine. And I think it was better in the Rise of Skywalker than it was in uh, uh, Force Awakens. 
but uh, George Lucas did it, I think, the best way, where it was like, this is kind of, it's the same theme, but it's not the exact same thing. It's the same, uh, 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 what, journey, if you will. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same. The gist of it is essentially the same mission. The main Uh, plot points are there. It's just they can change sort of the direction that you go. I mean, at Um, a certain point, how many times you need a planet-destroying weapon to blow up before you're like, well, this is not going to work out for us. Um, you guys ever think that we're just blowing up planets for no reason? Shut up and fire, Greg. Don't, yeah. (laughs) Damn it, Greg. Um, Ever since you started taking those philosophy classes, you've been a real pain in the ass. uh, This also is probably just a product of the fact that it's the ninth Star Wars movie, but I found it not not entirely entertainingly so, but it's very predictable. Like, every time something would happen, and there was like three or four times through the movie where I was like, well, that... Like, uh, the ones that come to mind are when Palpatine, you know, throws out his, as I fall, so you shall fall, the last Skywalker, and, like, throws him over the edge. I was like, okay, well, he's not He'll dead. He'll be back, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, it was, uh, and there was, I think there was a couple of other little bits where I was like, okay, well, I mean, and one that would have really ticked me off, and I know last time I mentioned how sometimes you lose good guys, and that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, Chewbacca um, staying alive. Well, the fact that he stayed alive is okay. Like in the end, because did he I, stay alive? Because apparently every goddamn original cast actor can come back as a ghost in this one. No, <laughs> Chewbacca. We'll discuss Sorry. that. We'll discuss Sorry. that. Um, um, so like, it's I'm okay that he lived. It's the if he would have died that way, that oh, would have yeah. been that would have been like a slap. Like that's like because everyone else like they get like this all of the old school the originals they get like this glorified death, and then Chewbacca, who's literally been there through all of it, if they're just like. Oops, yeah, Ren's powerful and blew him up. Like, <laughs> that would have been pretty upsetting. Oops. But so, a little bit of predictability, um, but that happens. Um, something I really didn't like, and maybe I'm missing context. Um, I, I did not, I was not in for the Ray and Ben kiss. Unless, there's there's two routes that that could have taken. One, she, it was it was more of a, like a kiss of like, relief of like it's over of of we did it or it's a kiss of like there was actually love and passion of which i would have a big problem with because she never knew ben she references i would have taken your hand she only knows him as kylo ren she only knows him as a villain she doesn't know him at all and like and that's too like disney princessy of 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 star wars to be like you have power and i have power and we're the same and we have this connection like that's fine but like there's nothing there and and there's the sexual tension from the moment that that Kylo Ren learns of Rey. I was telling yeah. Jared before we recorded that that Kylo Ren is just a caveman. He's just a I have a big stick and I have power. And as soon as there's a woman with power, he's just like, oh my gosh, we're destined for each other. Like, yeah. I didn't like that. Didn't like that. Um, then uh, something I, I so was all that that giant um, gladiator stadium in in the end where Palpatine was. All of the beings in the stands, were they there or were they just projections? I have – I don't know. Because if they were uh, there, if they were there while two Jedi are taking on, you know, like six guards and Palpatine, they just sit there and be like, ooh, got to see how this turns out. Like completely useless if they were actually there. the you my chemical <laughs> romance reunion show? We bought yeah. tickets from a guy in the parking lot. <laughs> Um, so that was confusing. Next, um, I touched on it with Chewie. Like, I'm glad he lived. Just if he would have died, I needed more respect for him. 
also a little bit of 3PO, like the whole mind wipe thing. Mm-hmm. Also, when he, he translates in Sith, his eyes turn red. I don't that is it's like they're trying to do like the Gandalf talking in 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 Mordor tongue sort of deal, but with a robot. Also, does he feel like I, I, I it seems as though now droids can feel. That's a big because, question about uh, about artificial intelligence, Tyler. That's that's a deep. Just, that's a deep. That's going to be another floor. episode. Yeah. <laughs> artificial well, I, intelligence. Do robots what our, feel? Star, what if our Star Wars episode derailed into talking about the the uh, morality of AI? <laughs> Do robots Sorry. love? <laughs> well, he like all of a sudden, like when when he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll like erase my mind. Or, or I'll risk erasing yeah. my mind for the good, like, because because if every, we've done every, all of this, it would be for nothing sort of thing. So I just like, so okay. What I, what I uh, and I think they've kind of touched on this a little bit in the uh, Mandalorian, the most recent episode, uh, Queel, the uh, the guy he meets in episode one. I don't, I don't know if you're caught up on that at all, Tyler. I imagine you are, Jonathan. Nick Nolte. Uh, um, Nick Nolte. Uh, yeah. It's very good. When he says, he's no harm to you, he's... Uh, no, he he re-raised the IG droid, the bounty yes. hunter droid. Yeah, they they I, attune or imprint, he said, on yeah. their on their person who raises them, quote unquote. Yeah. So I I don't think it's as simple. Uh, and they've changed the lore a bit, and that's never really been talked about. But it makes sense for these these droids that do things based on feel. You know, you've got R two that. Um, he ha- he hasn't had his mind wiped as C-3PO has uh, after Episode Three. He's he's remembered every single thing he mm-hmm. met, like Anakin on Tatooine, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's been he knows everything up until then. Uh, and and in the Clone Wars, they touch on it as well. That's why he's so successful as the droid he is, is because he has those memories that he can learn from. Mm. But uh, at the same time, then if you can imprint based on what you're raised on, you are imprinted based on your experiences. So at that point, I think it's just a really successful. Uh, artificial intelligence system where they do uh they in a sense have created a form of life in which they they would experience uh feelings not quite as we would know them but the equivalent in in the uh the mm-hmm. droid system where the imprint the emotions they experience are going to be uh experienced on some level yeah yeah i didn't i didn't think it this it detracted like it i thought it was like it was kind of nice of well nice very um honorable of nice. 3po yeah to to you know fall on the grenade if you will it was uh, good of them to give him that moment of like being a hero for him because you mm-hmm. know he's been around since you know canonically episode one through well, all yeah, the way yeah so and Anakin made him <clears throat> so like he's he's got this like role of always being like you know the joke to the side like but mm-hmm. never really like you know a truly important useful character and it was nice of him to fall on that grenade as you say but what annoyed me was there was no consequence long term yeah he was peace and i mean r2 well they referenced that r2 you know his backup system is terrible yes. but turns out it worked out just fine yep <laughs> it's i mean you could make the same argument of of now this is going into something else that we all love uh you could make the same argument for the end of gravity falls man grunkle stan lays on takes that shot and it just takes a photo album but that could be a loop. That's more of a loophole. That's something else. Sorry. Not going to know that. Something else. Um, okay. Next thing. Tune in next week's episode. <laughs> next next thing is, um, and they probably set this up in The Last Jedi, this um, this ability for uh, Ray and Ben, this like, I'm, I call it a force travel where he's in one spot, she's another, and then they're talking, but it's not just in the mind. They're physically there. They can fight and stuff. Um, I don't, I think some of that I was thinking of last week, John, when you were talking about how they just like, 
kind of make stuff up about the force and just throw it in there. Yeah. That's what so I thought about about with, that. With regards to that, I want to talk to you about Star Wars Rebels. There is, uh, and I, you you haven't seen much of it, Jonathan. Uh, no, not uh, a lot. I want I want to tell you about the rules and the bending of the force that have twisted in such a way that what happened in this film is nothing. What they have introduced in the Star Wars film in the show, Star Wars Rebels, Ezra Bridger, time travels. Oh, cool. Why the hell Can- not? Canonically, <laughs> canonically, there is time traveling in Star Wars. In the end of season one or two, uh, Ahsoka is fighting Darth Vader in the Sith Temple. As you do. Uh, as you do. And that's fine. And I know one of your complaints is Exegol, but I have more context for that too. Um, the they go to this temple, and you remember the uh, the force, the three force beings uh, on in the one planet where Luke, uh, excuse me, Anakin, Obi Wan, and Ahsoka go there, and there's these like three force gods. Yeah. Uh, it's a temple, a Mortis, a temple of Mortis. Um, it's a similar one. They've got their art depictions on there, and then he goes to this place, which I would describe as a uh, physical manifestation of what the Force would look like. Like, if the Force was around, it's essentially this big, long... I have to throw my cat across the room. Um, it's this big, long, like, trail, and then with branches coming off, and you can walk down it. So he walks up to this window, and then he pulls Ahsoka... This is, like, two seasons later. He pulls Ahsoka out of this tunnel, where she would have died from either Darth Vader or the tunnel collapsing, and he pulls her out, and she lives. And then he goes to another one, and there's Kanan, who... Or the other, he dies. Uh, he goes there, he was going to save him. But we don't know the consequences of if he had saved him, because Kanan's death saved them. So if he did save Kanan, would they have died, and then he would cease to exist. But the point is, the rules of the Force that we have known and loved and cherished, and especially Legends, have been cracked to the point where, sure, she can, he can grab a necklace from two miles away. It's fine. Whatever. I was going to say, at this point, it's just all jazz, because, like, the... the uh... <laughs> way that the force was <laughs> I, I saw that look it's it's this is my brain while you guys are deep diving oh, here. okay <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> like, which one of you has dialogue <laughs> we gotta look up some stuff like, with some research <laughs> jared's, oh, jared's going inter- way in and, I, and i'm like what <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it seems to be that like it's it's just like the dense plot armor in existence. And like I understand that it's Star Wars and the Force is an important entity, but it seems to be the like a Deus happy excuse for every single possible problem that they come come across because they like all of a sudden like oh yeah now we can force heal and then you know as soon as she heals so Kylo force Ren, heal was was a power in in legend it was we have but it. like so it's now in the they've camp. never like shown it or talked about it in any of the series and i was like it's i am aware list. that like the force is positive to like you know to heal things like that but like the instant she healed him i was like she's gonna die he's gonna heal her he's gonna die <laughs> that's, yes. that okay. was yep. So that's that in for my predictability. Like, <laughs> that's 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 in for my predictability. Also, that whole scene, like she, so she she kills him, and then just like instantly, like what? Because you know, because her his mom died. Now you can't die. Like I just, I was like, oh my he's God. still. That was stupidest way for Leia to die. I was. So I was like, he's 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 still the bad guy here. Like, yeah, I know you're about to change him, but like, come on, that's he's he he's he's. He's a bad, he's a bad guy. You don't know him as a good guy. Sure that you have to assume the good guy's dead. Like you can't, you can't. So that, that bothered so me. And then, and then yes, the, the life heal right. thing. Yeah. Go ahead. 
the the way I look at the 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 death and redemption is the same way that I mean Kylo Ren didn't do I would say anything that was worse than to lock that cat up in a closet. Um, How many cats have? <laughs> just 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 the one. It's just relentless. Uh, <laughs> you should put on a music. Uh, oh. Um, no, the, so what, what she did was the, she connected, because he's, he's gonna lock, uh, she's gonna lock, like, I guess her interactions with him pretty, pretty limited, right? They, they did it a little bit in, uh, uh, Last Jedi, and I'm just staring at pets. My <laughs> others have turned into animals. You guys seen pets too? Any good? Pets. <laughs> Life of pets. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, the way I look at it is she, she used that sort of, I, I, I thought of it more so she's projecting her consciousness out to him. And a theory I saw was that she possessed Kylo Ren, but that was appropriate because then uh, Leia made out with uh, Rey at the end. But the nice. the redemption aspect of it, uh, I, I look at it as, because he was good as soon as he died that first time uh, on the ruins of the Death Star, mm-hmm. she killed Kylo Ren and then it was Ben. Because the way that the dark side of the Force works, you twist it and warp, and you're not the same person anymore. So then you get into another morality question, and here we can talk about philosophy. Would you be held responsible for the uh, the the crimes committed by your dark side self and whatever? And well, yes, because your choice has led up to you becoming that yeah, person. That I would, I would say the same. But the Force says, fuck you, you're wrong, because Anakin redeemed himself and he disappeared, right? That doesn't mean that doesn't mean you can't still seek redemption at the end, right? Like so, the what, good, what he did. the good is always buried somewhere within. It just takes one force or another. Like even you look at like a you know, he he was a really bad guy, but even Emperor Palpatine somewhere deep down in there, no. there's a, a little he bitty built boy, a giant kingdom, he murdered his granddaughter, he murdered, he murdered his parents <laughs> at age seven. Hey, it happened. Um, yeah, I got okay. Keep going, Jared. I got two more things for uh, you when you're done. Okay, you you finish. Fin- oh, okay, yeah, no. So anyway, I, I looked at it like this: Leia kind of helped him redeem himself. Or when he died, that's when she disappeared. I looked at it as her spirit kind of brought him with. Yeah, but then what was the point of Han Solo appearing and giving the big speech? He was a memory. They said it. They said it yeah. in the thing. The, it's a memory. It was, that was that was like a line for line repeat. It was as if he but got I mean, to like, do it. If, he got to give, do it a second time. Give Leia that scene though. Like, sure, make it line yeah. for line, but make it Leia this time because like Harrison well, Ford like didn't need he, to be he, their one to do that. Like, I know they, they had, were trying to do a mirror. Use, no, they had to use the footage that they had of Carrie Fisher, and if they didn't have that conversation, they would have been different to force it. I mean, they're good at CGI. They could have, like... Yeah, they put, oh, they put Luke my and opinion, Leia's... They put young Leia, Leia space in that one scene. Like, she could have stayed alive, in my opinion. Like, well, General Leia survives. But it... it or if she did die, like, let her go out fighting in the big fight at the end, instead of, that's, like... I was gonna say that, that there, there has to Kylo, be, Kylo, like, don't be bad. Bye. <laughs> I feel like that's soft. Like, this way she still got to, like, give of herself, in a way. Yeah. Like, it was, you know, I, I, I thought it was okay the way that that she went just because it was still it was still like a eh, different than like c3po getting his memory wiped or whatever it was still kind of like a sacrificial move to well, be, i know to, they had i know they had to like write her out and like i knew the probability right. was they were going to write her out which right. makes sense because unfortunately she passed away and it was super like sad to see that happen and like you know know that was going to be a thing coming down the pipeline watching the whole movie seeing that leia right was like you know dead irl um but it was just like it just seemed like a lazy fan servicey way for her to die <laughs> um so after i finish my two points i'm curious john as to what 
because you said you thought this was super fan servicey. I would like to hear what everything from here you took issue with with your with in regards to the fan service because I tried to keep that in mind while watching it. But my last sure. two things: um, one, we were joking about a little bit before the whole "Who are you? I'm a Skywalker." Um, where is she pulling that from? Is she pulling that from the fact that she kissed Ben one time and she's like in on the family, or we're is it married. Because- and yeah, or or is it because of the respect she had for for Luke and Leia? Like I would I would hope because they're the ones who showed up there in that in that image that that's where she's pulling it from. But yeah. I, yeah, I don't so what like they're, what they're what they're doing is you're not you know you don't you're not made by who your family is. So she's uh, denying her relationship to Palpatine, and mm-hmm. she is uh, she was raised by arguably the 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 father figure she had was Han Solo, but you know mm-hmm. he. That was like for an hour and a half. Yeah, right. She trained with Luke for X time and then Leia for X time more. So together, those two kind of were her parents. And, then, and now we're getting, yeah. And 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 then she's just accepting that that they are the ones that raised her, so they are her parents, not what the blood is. The force sure. is thicker than blood. It's just okay. Is and if that's the route they take, that's fine. I just yeah. I again because I didn't like the whole kiss thing. If they were, she's like. Oh, I love him. They also must have left out the whole Jedi. Don't get like like that's a it's kind of a solitude life. Um, and the last two points, the last point kind of has two quick one little tangent right away in the movie. She's training with and and Leia's like, uh, here's Luke's lightsaber, and she's like, oh, I hope to earn this someday. And then like five minutes later, she's like, here you go, you can take it. Uh, so uh, like, she kind of forced it on her. She said, right, I'm uh, gonna go now. Yeah. Like so, she, she's that, like, you, I'm going to go on a mission. She's like, you're going to need this. She's like, I don't want it. I haven't earned it. She's like, take it because you, if you don't have this, you will die. Yeah. Uh, so then my last issue that I took um, throughout the film, things just, it was very fortunate for the heroes. And the thing I think that maybe bothered me the most as far as like, how does this work is, is the blade, the Sith blade. And you got the little protractor on it. And how perfect that the Death Star that fell from the sky is broken in just the right way that yeah. you line up this ancient blade and it tells you right where the little uh, uh, little tracking <clears throat> map thing is. Like, what? If yep. the Death Star I, would I thought, I thought they impact, did that after. I thought that the blade was after. I thought this blade was way. But it had old. the ancient Sith language on it. Right. Like, and yeah, like, I was thinking this is a way old. This is like a. This is like Minas well, Morable. Like, because because the uh, the Sith uh, in and they do a lot more in Clone Wars where the the magic of the dark side and stuff like that it gets more into magic versus force. Like Darth um, stuff. But yeah. Yeah, they're they're chanting in this Sith language, so they. I would argue that Palpatine and probably some of his cohorts would know the language and probably use it to some extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on, on that, I think they're they're hiding it for because the intent was to get, uh, I guess, Kylo Ren there, but the end game was to get Ray there. So mm-hmm. having a trail for her to follow would be beneficial because initially yeah. that guy was to have that, and they have, they'd have a, a spare. Because I don't think I guess it, I I I I wouldn't think that it was stored there during it, and they would work out that way, but. Uh, well, but it was in this, you know, this, this, you know, the Death Star is all blown up and beaten to crap. And then in this little room that it looks like it has a space that it has been or else something else was there when it was made, the, the you know, yeah. constructed. But so it just it again, it's better if it works out post. But I think that like that blade had enough of an ancientness to it that I think it was there before. And yeah. and that's where I'm like, that just 
that doesn't. Well, thirty years doesn't, went doesn't by work. from the uh, from the the end of Return of the Jedi to the Force Awakens. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there there would have been time for them to actually do. I some guess, stuff. but like, but like, when you know, if it was if it was a if it was like a Sith mini lightsaber, like how how far back do you have to go for the Sith and the Jedi to not be using a lightsaber? Like, in what use to you is a dagger when you have lightsabers? Like it's, uh, it, just, it just seems very sacrifice. it just seems very medieval to me. It just it just was a little little off uh, there. But that that is as a whole, I still enjoyed the film. Um, but I know my my cons is probably a little longer than my pros, just because I found it to be enjoyable. So I had to really think and try to nitpick. But uh, so I will turn it over um, to whichever one of you is going to go next. John, I'm really curious right. to hear your fan servicey arguments. Jonathan. Give in to your anger. Oh, I have. Um, I made a Google Doc here. Let me see if I can find that here real quick. Oh, you there too, wasn't huh? enough space on my Google Doc, so I also had to make a Word Doc. <laughs> he chuckles as a, as a uh, courtesy while he slowly rages and boils underneath. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so Death Stars are on Star Destroyers now. What's up with that? <laughs> that was kind of cool. But like, why... Lando assembled so, the entirety of the entire universe and galaxy's army in about ten minutes. Yep. Well, the Millennium Falcon is a is a it's legendary the fastest, ship. The fastest. Well, it's the fastest, right but now. it's it's the it's the le- most legendary ship in the galaxy. So mm-hmm. when the le- Millennium Falcon shows up and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna take down the remains of the First Order of the Empire. Want want to help?" They're like, "Hell yeah, I do." I'm mm-hmm. I'm not saying that some people don't rally, but you're telling me there's just a bunch of war cruisers floating around, and they're like, "Come on, everyone, let's do war now." No, they're not war cruisers. The diffi- they're just people. The, yeah, the difficulty with that scene for me was that in the Last Jedi, uh, they didn't show up. Like they sent out the call, and they're like, "No, can't help you, sorry." But now they're like, "Yeah, hell yeah, we got a bigger threat to face this time. We didn't well, have to face six armed gorillas." Well, Poe Poe talks about that with uh, with his friend on that one planet where she's like there's more of us than you think there are. Like that's that again, that's another one of those predictable things that you know that she's going to turn up good. The threat in the last Jedi was six armored walkers and a ship and they couldn't show up for that. Mm -hmm. But now they show up for infinite star destroyers. 500,000 star destroyers. Hey, Rohan, Rohan didn't show up the uh, battle of Osgiliath, but they showed up for the final one. And they didn't like the beacons. They lit the beacons then. I'm just, they, I don't know. It's it's the same same type. It's not the final, you know. I, I know I know they go to you know the Black Gates and Mordor and the Lord of the Rings, but it's that same. This was you know this was the middle move. Gondor didn't show up to Helm's Deep, you know. It's, yeah, but know. as far as in the lore of it, what changed for the people? Lando Calrissian was flying again. That's what the difference was. Mm. They're like this guy's done this before. Speaking, of, I want to talk to you guys about why he was at the planet. Do you think when Leia called him, he was just there and he was just having like a big life orgy with all of those aliens? Mm-hmm. That's the way I looked at it for sure. <laughs> that was his. That was his. Uh, his sex bust that he was hanging out in when he grabbed him. <laughs> the, like, oh hey, I thought you were someone else. <laughs> it's the uh, Star Wars equivalent of a Volkswagen minibus. <laughs> it's another one of those convenient things I would throw on. Yeah, so the, the the everybody showing up at the end, I don't I don't have an argument for. I can theorize as to it's because this time they you know were banding together, but. I, yeah. I don't think it made as much sense. Obviously, they had to, but they couldn't just wreck on it and be like, yes, these six ships are going to take down the might of the Empire. They they needed to... Uh, uh, it would have been cool if they turned around, like, took over one of the ships and then used those to take down the other ones. So, But, yeah. My kingdom 
for a scrap of lore about the Knights of Ren, which have been in visions since The Force Awakens. I'd like to introduce you to a uh, Star Wars uh, comic book that I've started reading, uh, where it actually does that, just that. Uh, and it's very, very good. It would have been really cool to have that in the films, but they I'm are just saying, like, giving like, you lore. A, a five-minute, like, montage of Kylo Ren forming them, training them to be his elite, you know, whatever warriors with their nice, big, blunt, quasi-medieval so weapons. Here's something interesting. The uh, Knights of Ren existed before Kylo Ren. He did not create them. They were a separate organization, probably uh, in, in league with Snoke, but what they are is a an order dedicated to destruction. Uh, and Ren is the, the leader of this said thing. He's got his cool helmet and a cape, and he doesn't wear a shirt, and it's all burned. Um, but he, their their philosophy is, he, he says, follow this, and he's holding up a red lightsaber. Uh, the lightsaber doesn't stop to worry about what is burning, the right or wrong of it, or the goals it might achieve. It just is. It consumes, and it does not apologize. So what they are is just a destructive force of nature. They're, quote-unquote, an agent of chaos, if you will. Um where their their sole thing they all are can quote touch the shadow i think it was where they're all force users um but they they are delving into that it just really would have been cool to have that in the movies yeah say no strictly strictly from a movie viewing space like not having that lore is just like what's up with these dudes and like just having pre-existing star wars knowledge i just assumed they were just like you know some force adepts that Kylo had taken under his wing and turned to his use. or Although, as you say, as they are agents of chaos, they're pretty much joining the most organized uh, group yeah, to sure. ever exist across the galaxy. Well, they're going to follow their leader, I guess, so he may have converted yeah. them to another. Because this, this, is, this, this comic book takes place simultaneously to where uh, Ben is destroying the Jedi Temple that Luke has. Okay. Um, obviously I'll the give whole... you posted on that. The whole uh, romantic chemistry, quote unquote, that exists, and the kiss was like. I was I was hoping like when so like you could tell that they're like this is a moment where they she's either just gonna like hug him and, yes. and like this like this exasperated we did it or they're gonna kiss so I was like and they, and they held in that in that moment for like ten to fifteen seconds and I was like don't do it don't do it don't do it and they did it and then he died yeah she so she so, killed him really. Yeah, the, she's, the she's, I think, she's that bad at kissing. I think what they did, yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever just kissed someone and they died immediately after? How did they make you feel? And not even just died, like disappeared. <laughs> died in the most emo way possible. I have ceased to be. <laughs> uh, no, I I think because uh, I do agree, it was it felt weird, but I think what they had difficulty showing was. The, the, the connection that they had in the Force and Palpatine said it's like once in a 10,000 years, you know, this this connection um, was how it felt to them. Because even in The Last Jedi, they had that they had that tension uh, and it wasn't like Force, but they I think they felt more about each other than just the surface and the conversation they were having. So at the same time, they were talking like, fuck off. And he's like, check out my pecs. And she's like, leave me alone. Get out of my house. Uh, then at the same time, they're they're having these uh, they're understanding each other on a deeper level than what they're saying uh, through the, their their connection of the force. So they they their relationship would have evolved past what the interactions they've had have said and the dialogue, but it it is is on a deeper level, I think, uh, and that's how I look at it. A lot of it is concession and uh, uh, how did you get out? <laughs> My cat has escaped. Um, a lot of it is concession and acceptance of what is, but I will, I, I don't want to place it anywhere yet, but I will say this trilogy is not 
in my top two of the three uh, trilogies. <laughs> so it's so so it's third. We did math last week. I just, <laughs> just, just, let me check the notes from last uh, recording. Uh, yeah. Thousand years forward, three thousand years back. Got it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's uh, I, I I don't know if it'll land there, but at the moment it is because uh, it it was just so it was such a mess. Um, having three directors that seem to have no communication with each other. Uh, I mean, at some point, The Last Jedi was being filmed or written simultaneously or before The uh, Force Awakens was finished. Um, so that the, 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 that was upsetting to me um, that they did not. Because you look at you know the MCU, written by the same, studio, the same company, Disney's in charge of it, right? And, mm-hmm. But everything is hinting towards something more. It's all right. setting up the next film. Uh, they've got those post-credit scenes. Well, I, would, I wouldn't like them to have done that in Star Wars, but if they had that level of foresight where they were, this guy is going to be in this movie, so how did he get there? In this movie, they, we can have that connection. Yeah. And then, so, uh, Kylo Ren's helmet, he's reforging it. When, where did that break from? He didn't retrieve it from the ruins of the, the sun, which yeah. uh, Starkiller Base turned into. Yep. It it was just a broken helmet that he decided to port. Uh, why is it always this glowing? This is one that I broke when I was mad. Right. Yeah. So it's 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 a lot of J.J. Uh, uh, Abrams liked the helmet and Ryan Johnson didn't like the helmet. So Ryan Johnson had him get rid of the helmet to show a development in character. And Ryan Johnson or J.J. Uh, uh, Abrams is like, actually, fuck you. The helmet looked badass, and I'm gonna make it look even more badass. And he's gonna wear it again, dumbass. J.J. Abrams said merch. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and 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 that's that's kind of how it felt at a certain point. Is the the rise of Skywalker felt at, at its core? He wanted to return to the themes that did not get explored in his film, or excuse me, in the Last Jedi, where Ryan Johnson wanted to take it in a completely different direction. But whoever whoever was originally going to direct Episode uh, Nine uh, quit, and I I forget who it was, uh, but he he quit for creative differences. Well, and like when I when I was saying fan service earlier too, like I kind of meant that like both in in service to like you know the big fleet shows up and it was like yeah they got wedge Antilles to show up, but like is he just not involved in the resist- resistance anymore? He was just chilling in retirement, cleaning off his old you know his old ship and putting the new laser uh, cylinders in there. And they're like, hey wedge, we're gonna go do some war. You wanna come? Yeah, I do. And he just hops on board and shows up. I was going to go to Tosh just taking to pick up some power converters. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means, Wedge. I, I am unaware of that reference. I'm high um, as hell right now. <laughs> uh, but then, like, you have, like, the kind of the answer to the people whining from the previous film. And, like, as happy as I was to see Dominic Monaghan, like, as a character on screen, why did he have more lines than Rose Tico? Well... Because the that, internet that, that, hated that, that. Rose Tico, so she just was just like, "I'm still here, but I'm here in the background." Like she kisses Finn in the, at the end of the last film, and like that just never got resolved. You actually thought that Finn was gonna get with that other chick with the horse and tusks planet? The one that they just introduced in this film. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the introduction of new characters, uh, expanding on the role of of existing characters, was disappointing. I mean, one of the the biggest themes that uh, I have discussed with, with uh, uh, peers um, that is one of the most frustrating things is twice Ben was trying to tell Ray something. What do you think it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in, that was going to bring that up too and say. I ate your leftovers. <laughs> it was me. When well, I would assume that it was. I mean, the, the way that Finn is. I mean, he's very obviously very incredibly connected to Ray. That you'd have to assume that it was feelings. 
Well, uh, that, no, or I'm wondering if, like, felt, does, did Finn happened. know about Ray's heritage through Leia or Luke or something? Like, no. did I miss that? Because I no, felt like it, that's what it was. So J.J. Abrams uh, has gone, uh, it told everybody what it, what it was going to be. It should have been in the film, and I'm not going to let go of that. It should have been resolved in the film, but in the film... They discuss, or uh, they show him having a level of force sensitivity because he is describing just like uh, at the end of Empire when uh, uh, Lando and Leia and Chewbacca are fleeing uh, Cloud City. They Leia's like Connect, Luke. Yeah. They, they they feel that, and then he she turns around and go gets him. At the same time, he's like she's in danger. She's doing that. Like he just stops in the middle of the Millennium Falcon, and he he senses this. Um. So he he's force sensitive, and that's what he's trying to tell her is that he's force sensitive. And the, another back to the other thing is that was kind of alluded to a little bit in um, uh, right, uh, excuse me, Force Awakens, because they marketed the entire movie initially before anybody saw it. They marketed it as Finn is going to be the Jedi, right? Because the post hundred percent what him I thought. holding lightsaber, right? Yeah, and then 100%. they don't. And it wasn't even a surprise by the end because she had already been so overhandedly showing to be force sensitive at the point where she touched the lightsaber and felt or had all those visions. Yeah, that wasn't like a, a a surprise when she did it. It was a cool moment, and I loved it. Yeah. But I think he still wanted to explore that Finn was going to be a uh, a, a Jedi. But then Ryan Johnson came in, and he didn't catch that, or he didn't care about that. So he's Missed like, all right, those so, notes, yeah, yeah. So he's just like, all right, so he's gonna go off in this tangent with gambling and and Rose, and then him and Rose are gonna have a romantic thing in the next one because I I've set that up pretty good this one. And then JJ Abrams he... comes back, he's like, actually, I hate that i don't care anything about that romance <laughs> so he's gonna go back to being a force user now and he's not even gonna talk to rose yeah actually we're not gonna do that and instead we're gonna make uh kylo ren and uh <laughs> and uh ray do the romantic thing which... yeah so the well i i think that was still i i think that was set up i mean i was set up better more than or better than finn and rose i mean it could have been a connection without it having to be like in like suddenly tragic yeah romantic connection like it could have just been like you know you're free of the dark side and like you know big embrace and then he fades into the ether like that would have been a better moment in my opinion because there was nothing like predisposing me toward believing that those two were going to have like a romantic inclination toward one another if anything on in this film you could see oscar isaac going as hard as humanly possible to ship him and finn <laughs> because yeah, yeah like it was the and he, he has, he has done so after uh, in every single precedent, he's like, absolutely, absolutely. I would have loved to see their romance be a romance. And I've seen so many articles <laughs> about that. Uh, and, and then I, I guess I would prefer to see that article versus, uh, you know, all the, the, the negative ones. But uh, what it felt as, as a whole of the series to me was, and I, I just recently watched a uh, um, uh, video on YouTube uh, describing the history of Star Wars video games. Uh, just because, you know, I'm in the mood and I already finished The Witcher, so I'm going to get back into play some Battlefront 2 or something. Um, but it was the the one of the biggest successes. I mean, if you look back at uh, Jedi Knight uh, Dark Forces with Kyle Katarn and all of the oh, yeah, uh, expanded Jedi universe, all the, Jedi yeah, what's, yeah, what's all legends now, if you play, go back and play those games, there is nothing in that film that recons or addresses or changes anything about the movies. It is purely expanding. Yeah. Whereas if you look at these movies, it doesn't have that same feeling. It's changing something about what happened in the original trilogy. It's changing something about what happened in the sequel or the prequel trilogy. It's it doesn't feel like it fits together as well. Yeah. And there wasn't that level of foresight, like I said, that 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 it 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 wanted to be its own thing. Where the legends, I can go back and read those, and those are the 
some of the best stories. I mean, you've oh, got yeah. uh, Mara Jade and Luke and their their son Ben, and you've got uh, Jason and Jaina Solo. Yeah. And then Jason turns evil, and it's a lot of that connection where it, it seemed to be inspiration of Jason. Back in, versus... like, that, like, uh, like silver but, like, rainbow lightsaber that he gets when he, like, finds that artifact. Yeah, like, those books were so good, and I loved them so much, and then they were just like, nope. Those don't exist. We're keeping Ben Solo, and that's it! <laughs> and it, they didn't even keep Ben Solo the right way, so why yeah. did... Why did, and this was an argument from The Force Awakens, but looking back on it, it's still relevant. It, it, it's it's an easy easy fix, but I don't think it. Why did Han Solo and Leia name their kid Ben when their yeah. connection to Ben was he's a crazy old man from a desert planet that came with Luke that yeah. brought them together, so that's probably why. But it Sweetie, doesn't have let's a, name our son after this guy that our that your brother says is pretty cool. Yeah, like <laughs> he was dead immediately, and they never interacted with him again. Yeah, Han's interactions were fuck you. Twenty five minutes, and they yeah. named their son after him. I mean, I guess Leia had some kind of connection to him. I don't and think that, she was had like a direct internet like connection, but like her dad probably like yeah bale is gonna old. talk to her and she knew about the clone wars and his interaction yeah. there but it's and that and that's i think why it would have ended up doing it but i don't think it still would have been enough to, to name your child after that person what it, they, they they did it because in the eu they had or excuse me legends it's changed you in legends they had a character named ben solo or excuse me ben skywalker so we we, did, we brought him here he's a skywalker and his name is ben yeah that's the only connection to the legends that they have now. Yeah. A moment of silence. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the main bits of my ranting. I'm sure there's other things that are that are. They'll come up with more views. Pestering me, yeah. But like, it. I just feel like, like you're saying, Jared. Like there was a big disconnect between all three. It was very disjointed. The visions of each director did not line up with the others, which led to this just absolutely chaotic shift from one to two to three. Um, and it like, by the time I could have walked out of the theater when everyone was on their way to, uh, Exegol and told you what happened at the end. So I know, uh, one of your complaints was that it was, uh, Exegol and oh, right. Korriban. Yes. Um, so <clears throat> the, in, in, in one of the new, uh, canon comic books in Aftermath, I think it is the series, uh, they describe, uh, Palpatine's philosophy on an empire. And he's playing, uh, Palpatine is playing chess with one of his generals or something. So what he does is he he's describing this, and the king, just like in chess, it's not chess, but it's a, you know, Star Wars equivalent, space yeah. chess. Uh, the, the king is, the game is over once you capture the king, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he looks at himself, obviously, as the king, and the empire is all the other forces. So if he's lost, that empire has failed and has to cease to exist. So in the books they set up for him, so he has contingency upon contingency upon contingency. Uh, so his ultimate plan is if it's however unlikely, if this empire fails to protect their emperor, it has to be destroyed. Uh, and he has uh, in, in in Battlefront 2 that uh, beginning um, quest and stuff with uh, Iden Versio. Uh, she's a turn stormtrooper tyler um she's enacting this plan to destroy essential imperial bases and and structures that help maintain it so that it can begin to crumble and then in the wake of that he's also shipping for the 20 years of between three and four and even up until six um shipping out tons and tons of supplies to this 
uh, the unknown regions is what it's called, uh, and that's where this planet Exegol is. And that's that's he went there to be hidden because he wants to start completely fresh, and then from the shadows build this um, first order to be a new empire to protect the new emperor or the the emperor. So he his contingency was that if this empire fails, it has to be destroyed. And then the next step is to build a new empire completely from the ground up, and then take control of that one. And Snoke was just a placeholder for that uh, while he stays hidden in the shadows and protected. Um, so the reason it wasn't Korriban wasn't just because they wanted a Sith planet, it was because that's what's actually... Because Korriban, they didn't want to change the structure of the uh, the galaxy. Korriban isn't near there. So they put this planet hidden in the unknown regions, which is unknown because it's unexplorable. But that way he's protected and nobody knows he's out there. Well, the other thing that drives me nuts about this is like, yes... He's fairly old at this juncture. Uh, he's been around for a while. But there's only two waypoints or wayfinders, yeah, which wayfinder. are the exact same shape as a holocron. Yeah. The, which a are holocron. literally knowledge contained in a little pyramid thing. They could have just called it a damn holocron, but it's like, wayfinder. We're a uh, witch. Yeah, that, shape, that, that one I have I have no no uh, justification for. I, I, I 100% agree with that. When they said it, when they said Wayfinder and they didn't say Holocron, I looked at it and was like, pretty much a Holocron. And then they just plugged but, in their uh, USB ports and stuff. Yeah, into that's, what, that's what made me There's no like, port there! It's just a wall! I'll just put these little strippies on here like when you get your heart monitor at the doctor and they work in my TIE Fighter. This ancient Jedi technology does. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, that one is. <laughs> um, what about yeah. the polite little roly droid? Uh, 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 Dio. It's, no, thank you. it's about the consent of touching people. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, very polite. Uh, I yes. like I like Dio. Dio is fun. Um, yeah, they were adorable. Um, the the overarching theme because everybody and Jonathan, you said you you like the Last Jedi. Uh yes, I did. So what, when I walked out of the theater, I loved the Last Jedi. Yeah. When I, uh, again, over time, just like I do with every film, I love every film I ever see, and then I become cynical and old and hate it. And then I hate it. See, when you hit my age, it happens while you're watching the movie. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yes, it's first line of text appears. (laughs) The dead speak. You're like, what? Uh, which is actually right? the um, but the uh, what how I felt of the last Jedi was I, I think it was underwhelming. It constantly felt to me because you have all of these people are all of the expectations. The Force Awakens was a new one. He was playing it safe by kind of testing the waters with what he can do, what he can not do. Force yeah. Awakens set. I think that one's fine. It's the last two that where the issues come in. Um, the last Jedi had so many gotcha moments, right? Because everybody was expecting it to be just like Empire. Yeah. Because that was the next step, because the other one was just like A New Hope. Yeah. This one, they made, uh, you know, you're expecting this big, uh, this big battle in the beginning. They don't have that. They they have that. They have the uh, Holdo is wrong and Poe is right. And yeah. then they're like, actually, nope, he was wrong. And he just caused the death of a bunch of rebels because he decided to go get this uh, uh, scammer or whatever. Yeah. The entire time. The rebels. This takes place like 25 minutes after the other one. The entire time, the rebels do nothing. Excuse me, resistance does nothing but drive forward. Just drive. They're just driving the whole time. It's like yes. Mad Max without the action. Yes. It's and like if Mad Max was just on the highway alone, 
Yeah. <laughs> and there's just like one big truck way behind him in the distance. Just Yeah, and it's just gaining. I'm going to have to deal with that later. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, they have no fuel, but they can put on their rear uh, ships and they're like, we can't blow them up because they have their shields on. And yeah, uh, just a lot of a lot of I- that. I agree from that standpoint. It wasn't an overly exciting main theme. Um, and I, I I will concede that the uh, the casino planet maybe wanted to gouge my goddamn eyes out. Um, however, I do believe that the characters in that one were significantly more compelling uh, than in the in the new one. So the the disappointment, I still feel a disappointment in Luke, but it's not necessarily a disappointment in the writing. Absolutely, I would have loved to have him show up with his lightsaber and, and, and his... Oh. quote there is you want me to show up and oh, this is that's not uh, he's absolutely right but as as a fan that's what i want and as a character that's what ray wants and that's not realistic and we we know that we have to accept that yeah but it would have been cool so his his argument is okay well here's here as a jedi what's he gonna do is it jedi like to go out and just slaughter a bunch of soldiers because they're evil or is it jedi like to let the resistance escape while you're not even there, you're not even fighting. The most, yeah. I, a, a friend has said this, the most Jedi thing that he has done is essentially defeat the First Order while being, gal- or, uh, you know, galaxies away. Yeah, it's, it's Because being... that scene is the best scene in that movie, no matter oh, what. Oh, God, of, yeah. So his, uh, Ryan Johnson's uh, resistance First Order stuff, more or less hate that. Ryan Johnson's Jedi stuff is fantastic. Because what, yes. what is the last scene in the movie? It's not Ray. It's not Leia. It's not any of the people. It's this small boy who uses the Force to pick up a broom. Yeah. Because now that like story is going to inspire. Yeah. Right. It's it's, it's inspiring. Yes. They're they're there. They just need a leader. So she's going to build the next generation. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker seems to be all of the feelings that you had, the letdowns you had, and uh, all the expectations that you had for that movie that were were let down or twisted or taken or whatever. Fulfilling those. So I think that uh, Ray is a Palpatine. Yep. You're right. I think that Chewbacca's going to die. Yep, you're right. No way Chewbacca's going to die. Yep, you're right. I think uh, Kylo Ren and Rey are going to get romantic. Yep, sure. Here's all of the plot points you guys wanted. Here it is. The best meme about it I've seen is uh, The Last Jedi by Twitter, written by Twitter, and then The Last Skywalker, or The Rise of Skywalker, written by Reddit. And that's yeah. <laughs> that's what it my, was. Uh, my, my favorite is, uh, <laughs> what, what's your name? I'm Rey. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it was like that uh, moment at the end of, uh, um, God, what's the prequel where they get the plans about the Death Star? Can totally... Oh, Rogue One. Rogue One, yeah. It's like the end of that when they like get the plans to lay it in the ship and, you know, that, that scene that takes place at the opening of A New Hope. Uh, but, like, she gets the plans and CGI Leia turns to the camera and it's like, what have they given us? Hope. A new hope. Yeah. <laughs> Credits. And, and, uh, That's what I was I half think, expecting uh, to happen there. Think, wait, uh, wait. That that didn't actually happen, did it? No, it did. She's, no, she, she didn't say a new she hope. She doesn't say so. a new hope, but she's like, what have they given us? Hope. They've given us hope. In yeah. Line. It takes place 23 minutes, but a new the hope. Open, yeah, the new hope. The end of uh, Rogue One, mm. which... Probably my favorite of the newer Star Wars movies, to be honest. Oh, yeah. it was So the most of the movie, I was like, this is good. This is good. But by the last 20 minutes were amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Especially the last 20 minutes. Just Darth like, Vader, the battle on Scarif. All of that was beautiful. Yeah, it's like um, they win, but they don't win. Like, you know, like they get their mission done. But holy shit. At yeah. what cost? It was a good freaking yeah. movie. Uh, actually, all of them die. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the first like it's like the first like Star Wars movie where like 
the all the protagonists die. Yeah. Also, Cassian is getting a new show. Uh, so the the movies are uh, all in all uh disappointing but the they are there's hope on the disney plus series because obi-wan is getting a series yes cassian andor is getting a series mandalorian's fantastic clone wars is coming back like it's gonna be good yeah and say if they keep that stuff up to the par that the mandalorian is then i will be a very happy person yes the the my what what i what i my current working theory for uh obi-wan is darth vader in a new hope says i feel something a presence i've not felt since and then he ends it so he doesn't yeah. know when, we don't know when the last time that he they left that open Darth yeah so what it would have been the best way the best show would have been is darth maul and obi-wan facing off against darth maul in the end but he already kills darth maul in rebels so which is yeah but darth, darth maul's maul back at the end Menace. of solo yeah but that takes place uh before the end of rebels so yeah but we have darth, darth maul is dead <laughs> uh and to oh, the, to, for them to, for them to set up the battle between uh obi-wan and darth maul and then have them not um end it conclusively <laughs> end it conclusively and then you have to go watch that episode of rebels where they do end it conclusively would be yeah. absolutely horrible because anakin can't think that obi-wan have died at the end of three because he just got his ass kicked and then he's like yeah. all right so he went off to a planet and died there's no <laughs> way obi-wan is alive <laughs> So are you scared that Obi-Wan is still alive? Oh, no, he's totally dead. Right? Yeah, no, that guy, sure. I, I kicked his ass, you guys. You wouldn't believe. <laughs> okay, Darth Helmet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, oh. it's, uh, there, there is a bright hope, and that, that keeps me going. Um, but the uh, for, for, for The Rise of Skywalker, well, as a good, the whole movie, I think it has a satisfying conclusion. Uh, the status quo is exactly where it was at the end of um, uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, until the second Just, order shows up. Yes. The, uh, well, <laughs> so that's, well, they, no, they put themselves late? in the butt there. They put oh, themselves in the butt there, because they went, they went from first order to final. Yeah. They didn't go second. They're just oh, like, yeah. this is, this is the, the last of the last before finally do the order. This is it. Uh, we're the Fire penultimate two. order. Uh, we got our directions a little bit late here. Are we? Oh, yeah. I see. <laughs> yeah. And how do you, how do you think the second order feels? They just got just <laughs> skipped right on over. They're like, oh, you guys, what do we do? <laughs> we're waiting. Um, I really hope um, <laughs> after watching this one, uh, the Rise of Skywalker last night, um, I really hope that Family Guy remakes all of them. Oh, oh yes, absolutely. Like, give me, give me All episode. Them. Give me, yeah, give me episode one, two, three. Give me episode seven, eight, nine. Like, I am totally would... in for Family Guy's interpretations of it because they are not just like the first three. Like, they're not afraid to like make fun of some plot holes. Yep. In 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 a really well done kind of way. Yeah, like, it's it's cleverer than you'd think it would be. It's yeah. it's almost it's almost like the writing for when when Family Guy took on those. Uh, now, I think I think all three of us would put. Episodes four, five, six as the top three. Like they're the OG. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Would you put one, two, three ahead of four, five, six? What's oh, what are your what are your top three Star Wars? Uh, Tyler, are yours like four, five, six? Um, no, I would um I would probably put oh, just as no as trilogies. Not oh, as trilogies. Yes. 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 Yeah, that's all I was talking about. As purely as trilogies. Because my favorite my favorite parts about Star Wars is the Jedi stuff and like the Galactic Senate stuff. While while boring, it's really cool to see. Whereas in uh, the original trilogy, it's a lot of as, as as a story. There's just so much more and more opportunity and more lore, which is my go-to thing. <laughs> I love lore. There's more lore in the prequel trilogy, whereas in um, the original trilogy, there's a lot more lore that's just hinted at. There's a yeah. war. They go to this planet. 
the war is there. They go to this planet. The war is there. It's just the war. The Jedi stuff is what I go there for. If I want, if I want just battles, I'll go. I don't know. Play what's a space war game? Star Wars Battlefront. Battlefront. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Halo. I'll just go play Halo because it's a space war. Uh, it's it's the the guns aren't interesting to me. It's the concept of the Force and the Jedi and their whole thing. That that's unique. That's what's unique about the series. That's what I'm interested in. And to see the whole Jedi Council and stuff like that. That's easy. Uh, not to mention, oh. three, is, 3 is the number one Star Wars film of all time. Return of the Jedi. Revenge of the Sith. The Sith. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so many, so oh, many people come back and return. I just forget who went. <laughs> return of the, the Return of the Jedi. Sith Jedi return, Skywalker. Return of the Jedi. Revenge of the Sith. Rise of Skywalker. It's all <laughs> a lot of R words. Yes, and it, yeah. it gets confusing. Um, John, them. I would, I would say my top, my top three from the nine movies. Um, I and I think I'd even put them in this order. Um, I'm putting Return of the Jedi number one. I'm, I personally, I'm putting Phantom Menace number two. And then I would put I would put in probably a New Hope number three, and, and it, it's tight between that and The Empire Strikes Back, honestly. Um, but um, it's yeah, it's pretty are much we going strictly four, five, like the, the nine from the saga. Yes, I mean that's all I have to draw on. So yeah, okay. Feel feel okay. free to for the, for the purposes uh, of, of the yeah, because I would put I would put uh, Rogue, Rogue One, One up there in that top three. Um, what do you think of Solo? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. Never hated it. I liked Will- I liked Woody Harrelson being in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, here he is. <laughs> I just watched him in uh, LBJ, uh, where he played B. Johnson. And, uh, oh, yeah. It was weird because of all the stuff they kicked on his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his nose. Um, for me, I would probably say uh, number one is The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, just because I love all the Cloud City business, uh, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that greatly. Um, number two, I would probably have to say is Revenge of the Sith, and the the third one is a is a tie for me between uh, the Last Jedi and uh, Phantom Menace. None of the originals, huh? Oh, I guess Empire Strikes. Empire Strikes. Strikes yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. That, that one's always been my favorite. So three for me is definitely number one. It's always, it's just the best. The The whole the whole culmination of everything is very satisfying. Two, I think, is going to be number six uh, uh, return is, because that, again, the, I like culminations. Uh, <laughs> uh, you like then, chapter three. Yes. Uh, and then uh, at the same time, and then throw it out, I guess the uh, uh, episode one is probably going to be my third place, because... That that introduced so much more to the series, it answered a lot of questions that it, fans it, are going to have. Did really like open the spectrum? Of, yeah, like the the wor- like worlds that are out there. Because before we were just like sand planet, snow planet, forest planet. Yeah, like it didn't matter. Now there's like the there is the Senate, there is the government. You can there's see. weird amphibious worlds. Yeah. There's these just crazy places like there's well thought out cultures. One of the best scenes, despite it being one of the sad scenes, is when, like, Order 66 is getting called. Because oh, you're like, oh, no, the Jedi, but, like, ooh, Mushroom Planet. <laughs> yeah, Felucia. You got Felucia, you got all the... There's all the... the there's so much more to, to expand on. It, it builds the world in such a way that it, it, it actually makes it feel like there is a galaxy at war. It doesn't, yeah. like, Rebels, uh, you never see them. You see them in the final assaults on N6, 
and but it's like smaller scale hyper focused yeah and that's it and that was one of my biggest complaints about the the tv show star wars rebels because you know i'm a child and i'll continue i'll watch whatever with the exception of some of their cartoons that they've come out with i will not watch those uh but rebels Clone Wars, you felt that galactic war, and we talked about that. It's a kid's show talking about um, genocide and, you know, uh, betrayal and, you know, uh, court-martialing and stuff like that. There's Those are not kids' themes, but they, yeah. they have those in there. And then you look at Rebels, and there's, like, 20 Rebels that will hit and run and hit and run and hit, using a lot of guerrilla tactics. Yeah. Because, obviously, if they took out a full frontal assault, they would die. But yeah. it's it's way more... Uh, as as a show to show a star war that that is the war to me if you yeah. have this ship and this ship and 23 ships and 50 ships and you know all around and it's a battle that's that that seeing that visually uh is is uh more entertaining and i, I think i'm getting to again the morality of yes i love watching these die i want to see more of them die at the same time that's the most you. satisfying you just enjoy the like large scale like wide spectrum battle. Yeah, they they want to they want to show that the the the, the movie's called Star Wars, right? Yeah. So there has to be a war and to see that the the war is affecting the galaxy, a uh, galactic level war is is more uh, I think it does that a, more justice. See, now I do love those like smaller group like I think that's why, like Rogue One like is probably one of my favorite ones because like I love that that infiltration that like I'm the main oh. the main part of like the Star Wars like universe that I love the most are either like those small guerrilla tactic teams like doing those minor missions or like the uh the smugglers and the bounty hunter stories like I love those because they're oh, like yeah. you get hyper focused on this one character and like you know everyone they meet is the biggest piece of shit you've ever met in your life and like they'll they're they're going to betray you it's just when are they going yeah. to betray you yeah and I, I love that. So for for Rogue One, zooming in on what I mean, what Rogue One was, uh, Tyler, is when they stole the Death, the Death Star plans. Mm-hmm. That's that's how they got there. Um, the to be able to blow it up in Episode Four. But the the overarching war in the main film. That's what I want to see. But absolutely, I want to like I want Rogue Two where they zoom in on the many Bothans died to bring us this information. What happened to the Bothans? <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, I want to, I would love to see that because that, that again expands the universe and it gives me uh, the context and the lore that I, that I desperately there's, need. There's more of a totality of, of the war. It, it, it is something that the entire galaxy, in one way or another, is participating in. It gives it stakes. It's, yeah. It's, it's everyone has their own small war on Tatooine or you know, any other planet, but there's a grander scheme of yeah. this war. Like what's yeah. happening in Tatooine is, you know, what's happening on Naboo, you know, it's, it's happening and not on Alderaan anymore. That is one thing I will give the last <laughs> Jedi is, uh, uh, I did really enjoy, uh, when they went to the planet with, uh, Carrie Russell's character, uh, <clears throat> that's who played, uh, Poe's old, uh, buddy oh, back in the day. In, in, in the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker, sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I was like, mm, what? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys, that was Cats again. My bad. <laughs> yeah, and, and they, uh, again, they expanded Yeah, they expanded I love seeing, like, you know, like, you get to see what an occupied planet looks like. It was like night raids. It was rounding up citizens. Like, it, like, put weight behind the fact that the Empire, like, you know, owned, well, controlled all these planets and stuff like that. Yeah. And that, that was a very nice part of the film that I enjoyed. And... To kind of circle back to the to the film, I will say moments that I did enjoy very much were like the original 
when it was Ray, Finn, and Poe together, like on that desert planet, like when it was the three of them, loved that part of the movie. Absolutely adored it because the three of them on screen together are great. Oh yeah, they they have such a good uh, uh, dynamic. I think. Yeah. And, uh, the I, one the one who really uh there there's a couple things that throughout the series because there's there's my gonna be my complaints in every single one, but as a whole, I think it it was a it was a good series. I have a lot of complaints, and I I want to let it settle. Like like this fine sangria I've got this giant gallon <laughs> of sangria. Uh, let it age, I guess. Uh, but the there's definitely things that in the film I had no complaints. Kylo Ren was without a doubt probably the best uh, part of the new series because he he committed himself to that role, and I don't think I've ever heard anybody complain about about Kylo Ren or his performance. Uh, he was no, really, yeah, he really, he played he, yeah. the character right. Yeah, he he did what he was he set out to do. What he was hired to do is play yeah, Adam, that character. He Adam Driver it. is a really good actor. Yeah, um, the it helps when the writing is there on your side. Yes. Uh, I I I had no complaints he, with Ray. Uh, I think almost got Christensen in this third film, in my personal opinion, opinion. But he carried himself in such a way and acted in such a way like on screen that like it's not going to be construed that way over yeah like i think his performance will hold up christensen's we all watched it like a year later we were like bitch (laughs) just he got it was it was was, (laughs) he got really whiny and and i thought that kylo he he was close like there were some moments i was like this is starting to feel like hayden (laughs) He, it was, uh, I think it was, it's me, it was Kylo the, Ren, calling. It was the right. Uh, it was the. It was the right. The right tones, but it wasn't quite deep diving in the emotion uh, of it. But yeah, no, it was. Uh, he was. He was absolutely. I got to respect. Respect for his performance. Uh, Daisy really did great with her. Her struggle with the dark side, uh, and her the emotions that she expressed throughout the thing was just he, so he real. Hell, character. Yeah. Like whenever she had to be sad, it was like, God damn, she's sad as fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm sad now. <laughs> and then uh, I, I really think Poe just shined through at everything. Oh, God, uh, he's, hel- his, he's hilarious. He was really, really good. And now seeing that he was like a, some sort of Han Solo-esque character. Troublemaker which, in the past, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was a troublemaker. That's really, really fun. Uh, Spice and, Runner? Uh, yeah. yeah, Spice Runner. Yeah, that's that's Love awesome. That. Uh, and well, which kind of is just like Finn. Like, how do you know how to do that? Like, yeah, yeah. wiring that speaker. I love nah, that. don't worry about it. Yeah, no, it was it was there's there's a lot of complaints, and I think we dwell too complaints as 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 Star Wars fans. Uh, and I I I don't want to take responsibility for all of them. I especially with the situation that happened with uh, uh, Rose, and I, I can't remember the actress's name or actor's name right now. But uh, the, uh, Kelly Marie. Kelly Marie. Yeah. Uh, um, what what happened there was absolutely horrible. Um, but as as a Star Wars fan, there will always be complaints I have. I certainly don't. A, a New Hope was not really an exciting film. It's it was groundbreaking at the time, and it was it brought everyone into the universe. I go back and watch yeah. it, and I out of necessity. And there's definitely good scenes in it, but if I if it got if it came out today, it would be ripped apart. Well, it did a couple years ago. It's called something about the Force Awakens. Yeah, uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. I got there. I kept. Well, there's so many rises and returns. Yeah, I, this, I was yeah. like, it's the the rise of the Force of Awakening. <laughs> the it's, return of the rise of the return of the Force. Yeah, uh, um, but it at the end of the day, you gotta sit back and just enjoy what you have and remember it is a film and you'll watch it and it is a good film a bad film but the overarching story is pretty neat 
Yeah. And what I like will probably have to do is go back and rewatch the whole thing because, you know, it's been a it's been a long time since I watched Force Awakens. It's been probably six months since I watched The Last Jedi. So it's <clears throat> it's been a bit. So if I like watch them all in like a somewhat close together succession, I can get like a better perspective on the whole series as a trilogy. And then, you know, as its piece of the saga. Um, but yeah, it's <clears throat> it was a uh, overall like across the trilogy like i would give the whole series itself probably somewhere in the ballpark of like you know a seven or eight out of ten it was just this this last one was such a like safe like so many safe moves were made with yeah. it that it just sort of like let me doubt in that regard it was uh, gratifying the fans yes and, th- and that's <laughs> kind of what i mean when i say fan service is like well i think i think you have a little bit of that right final of anything like this like yes some of the like in the last potter film there are some things in there i'm like that's dumb and and some things that are non-canonically accurate like the whole neville and luna thing yeah that they that they clearly put in the movie you're like well that's not like that's that's a i don't know a reddit thing i'm not on reddit yeah. i guess but it's a so it's every a every every finale has something like that whether it's uh whether it's star wars uh i don't think honestly i don't think lord of the rings had too many they they were under a lot of pressure to stay pretty accurate to the books, to my knowledge. Yeah, so they, they did they, a they decent job of staying. Now in the there Hobbit, was, in the Hobbit, yeah, they, they, you know, they the oh whole yeah, stu- they, liberties were like, taken in the Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. they're <laughs> like, yeah, we're just gonna do our own thing. So, but for the most part, I think in the last film of a series, um, you're always you're gonna have a few of those things that have just developed over the course of the filming. Even I did not read the To Kill a Mockingbird books. But like even in the last one of there, I actually really like those movies. I've never read the books. The movies are entertaining and I like them, except Attic for Peter. He's stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. Not to kill a mockingbird. I'm thinking of freaking uh, Mockingjay. What the heck is that one? Hunger oh, Games. Hunger Games. But no, I got to tell you, Attic is up on the mockingbird. Really Sorry. Yeah. Thank I, you. I, when you pulled that out of your pocket. What are you having against Boo Tyler? <laughs> I've never <laughs> read <laughs> Sorry, actually, I didn't did not watch those movies. Attic is the century has ever seen. Did not did not watch that movie, but uh, I agree. Attic Atticus Finch did do a pretty good job. Pretty pretty good job. Sorry, Mockingjay, Mockingbird. I was. Uh, like, I was a Star Wars podcast. I am. I am the literary scholar in this house. You know that. Brothers Karamazov. As, as you wear a jersey, actually, you're wearing a jersey, so I guess. I'm wearing Ooh, a band jersey. A band? Oh, what? Band. And the lion oh. hockey jersey. Interesting. We've got the Trinity here. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm definitely not the book scholar. Sorry. I lost my whole point now. That's right. Let's Things changed in the last movie of series, whether it's Hunger Games or To Kill a Mockingbird, Tom Sawyer, you know, Old Yeller, other names of books. Um, I mean, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I mean, phew. Yeah. Little, little, they, they dive a little deeper into Cindy Lou Who. Yeah. Although, I mean, that's, <laughs> a, that's a really good point. I think the the difficulty with this one, this series more so than the other ones, is is you you have that fan service and you have that, and you you always do because that, that that's a really good point that you want them to feel satisfied by the end mm-hmm. of the movie. Which which is the trouble you never will like you will never get every fan because everyone has a different taste. Like right. looking, even looking at our top three movie differences, like there's things that you like you're talking about, like the Senate and like that aspect where the only scene I really care about in the Senate is when they talk about how, like, this is how it, how it ends with uh, thunderous applause. Oh, yeah, we, is that we, like, we, like, is this how, is this how Liberty dies with applause? Basically, like, like I think it's interesting how, how incredibly successfully manipulative Palpatine is 
Um, that, like, that's, so I, that's what I, I will think say. Cool. Is, is, well, it's probably the biggest reason I do enjoy the Senate scenes because seeing all his all of the pieces come together that he's mm-hmm. he's laid down. Uh, seeing and actually one of the coolest characters in the series that's very very under under uh, played a lot. But uh, Bale Organa is the one who mm-hmm. raised uh, Leia. He was actually in line to be the Supreme Chancellor in Episode One when mm-hmm. when they when they did uh, Chancellor Valorum and she did the vote of no confidence uh, and he was removed from power. Uh, she or he he was in line with that and just to think about like what could have been had Palpatine they were, failed right. that would one, have been one a other decision different. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it so i i think you will you'll never satisfy everyone and that's and that's just the difficulties of making a movie you know it's just like um, you could say in a lot of ways it's just like opening a restaurant like you're gonna have people who love the italian cuisine that you make and then you're gonna have people who are like this sucks because everyone's expectations are different so you you win and you lose with the, uh, yeah. With filmmaking, but the the separation I think between what 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 happens behind the scenes I think was is so much more difficult now because I mean you think back to the other movies having uh, was it forty two years before the first one no one mm-hmm. cared about spoilers and stuff like that and then now everyone's looking for every single detail of what's going on before the movie comes out that you have. They're doing reshoots for this. They've got, you know, this director mm-hmm. left. Colin Trevorrow was the dire- original director for uh, Rise of Skywalker. But the uh, knowing that there is such a, uh, a disconnect with the who's making the movie, it's mm-hmm. it's really difficult to separate that from uh, what you're seeing um, uh, on the screen because you're like that that was that's definitely something J.J. Abrams did. Colin mm-hmm. would never would have done that, or Ryan Johnson never would have done that. The I mean, you even had that with the original trilogy too, but the fact that you didn't have the constant internet looking at you kind of thing going on, right? Is, was around, uh, yeah, it wasn't around. And then George Lucas directed all the prequels, so it, yeah. it was all it had more thought out stuff. So, well, uh, what are we what are we at here? We've gone. I think I believe that we have ended the film uh, or I, the, uh, I think the, I, the discussion. As soon I, I, as, I, 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 I thought we reached that point when we when you started to discuss To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, that's where the stretch happened. Star Wars podcast was To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brought the, brought the, brought everything full circle. Yeah, but uh, uh, no, it, it uh, overall uh, I will I will rewatch them and I will remain a Star Wars fan and may the Force be with us all and a partridge in a pear tree and a mockingbird and a mockingbird and, and a duck dead. soup. Dead one. Thanks. Oh, you oh, did it. Nice. <laughs> <Got> it. <laughs>